fucking late there, Jeff. And uh, we are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Telltale Podcast. Uh, mm, the Telltale Talk Podcast. I already messed up, but hey, at least. Oh no! Wait, something's playing in the background. Wait one second. <laughs> Oh, professionalism right here. Okay, there we go. I, I like your shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's a good shirt. There we go. Welcome to the Total Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Inferno-kun. Glad to have you all here. But, of course, I'm not alone. We have some great people for, he- for here as well. We have my guy, SIF. But you can also put a T in his name, because why not? Go ahead and say hi to the people, SIF. What is up, everybody? My name is Esaya. Welcome very much to this beautiful live stream. One of the few live streams we've actually done, I believe. Uh, we do have a lot of people here. So, of course, enjoy the stay. Uh, bring popcorn, whatever. Because we are serious Telltale people. Talking about serious topics. Such yeah. as Lewis and Tyne. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay. Join with me as well, my next co-host. We have Gamer Percy. Four, five, six, because having a unique name isn't something that he does. Go and say hey to people. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the podcast. Um, never really been, actually, I have been in the podcast like a couple, but um, I'm kind of excited to be in this one because I know I've known these people for a very long time. Well, not everyone, but still. Um, but yeah. To the fucking point. Um, <laughs> I make healthy videos, obviously, and I like doing let's plays of other games because I like playing more than one game, obviously. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Now, next guy, okay, we call him Max, but we also call him Mac on certain days. Go ahead and say hey to people, Max, my other co-host. No. That's 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 all you got? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay, and then we have a special guest here as well. We have Chaos. He's brand new to YouTube, so show him some love. Go ahead and say hey, Chaos. Hello, everyone. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so everybody here, you can go ahead and see their channels in the description box below. Go ahead and show some love and send them our way. But of course, this is the Telltale Talk podcast where we're talking about all things Telltale. But of course, uh, due to special requests, we have a, a sponsor, okay, a sponsor, which is the Telltale Community Discord. It's actually unofficial, but you know, I, I enjoy it there. It's pretty nice. So go ahead and check it out. Yeah, check that out. It's in the description box below. They have some awesome people there. I think that should be it. But anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the show notes here, okay? So we got a bunch of things to talk about as far as The Walking Dead Episode 1 goes. Okay, it came out last week. And man, it was great. So thoughts about the episode. Let's go ahead and begin with you, SIO. What's your thoughts about it? General overall thoughts. Okay, so a great way to start this off would just be saying it's potentially one of the best premiere for The Walking Dead ever, in my opinion. Um, premiere episodes, in my opinion, are usually boring. You know, we've mm-hmm. seen that throughout Telltale. However, this one, I actually enjoyed it. It's a great episode, a lot of character development, a lot of, you know, understanding the characters, a lot of understanding the scene as well. I wouldn't say anything's bad about it, so in my opinion, I liked it, I thought it was great. I thought it was actually something that I would actually play and replay a lot of times just to get different scenes because it is quite detailed, especially in terms of, you know, the scene and the characters. 
So thoughts on the episode? If you wanna keep it short and sweet, it's amazing. I definitely, definitely agree there. So let's go ahead and move on to Percy. What was your thoughts about the episode? Well, I'm gonna be honest. I was actually concerned about the boarding school kids because um, the way I thought that they were gonna do this was basically like Wellington in a way where we wouldn't really see it. Like we, like for example, if you got, got the Wellington ending, then obviously we didn't see that much of Wellington. I thought they were like gonna abandon it and like. I don't know, do the same thing like with the cabin, I guess, like make it like a traveling point from there. But it seems like the boarding school is going to actually be maybe the whole season, which I really like a lot. Yes. I really want to see more towards like development of Clem potentially being a leader and actually make basically your choices like protecting the school. So that's pretty cool. I, I definitely, definitely really do agree with that point, man. It was definitely just really great in that aspect, all over that. But let's go ahead and go over to Max. What's your thought? Because you're a very opinionated guy, I think. Okay. Yeah, it, it was pretty okay. Come on, there's got to be more to that. Like, come on, Max. <laughs> more. I, th I mean, like, it, it was kind of fucking boring, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, I, I, Wow. <laughs> wait, 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 let, let me finish. I, I fucking, I enjoyed playing it. I don't know if I would replay it, but I, I thought the characters were really fucking good, but I didn't think it was the kind of episode that you would, like, fucking replay a lot, in my opinion. You are the, you're the absolute worst. I hate you. I really Fuck off. <laughs> I really hope you know that. Okay, let's, go, let's hope we get a better one from, from Chaos. What was, what was your thoughts about it? Uh, I, per, I, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it a lot. I've, uh, I've actually played it, like, two or three times. Um, but I do like to replay games and choose a whole different, like, choose just different answers to see what would happen and what, like, the changes, I guess. But I enjoyed the first episode. Yeah, okay, so now time for me, okay? I enjoyed it quite a lot, okay? Definitely up there in terms of just Telltale episodes, man. Up there with Batman. Batman, the enemy within had like one of the best premieres, and this one was just, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say better than it, but it was definitely just as good would be just the point I'm looking for there, but it was definitely really, really awesome. I enjoyed it quite a lot. Character development was a huge problem for me in Season 2 and New Frontier, and they, they brought it back in full force and did a great job handling all of that, and I gotta give them props for listening to us. Finally, saying we want, saying we want, saying we want more hubs, more character development, things like that, and they just listen, and I'm very, very happy about that. So those are my thoughts on the episode as a whole. Just generally enjoyable, and having me wanting more for the second episode, various things like that is definitely really awesome. So as far as that goes. Let's go and move on to our, our favorite characters. Who made this episode the best that it could be? Let's go ahead and start with you, Percy. I think. Yeah. I personally want to say Mitch, but that's oh kind of like, you know, what? kind of, it's obviously by what? answer because. Oh, like, <laughs> fucking Mitch? He had like one fucking minute of screen time. What the fuck? He just looks great, <laughs> but I if I. Oh, yeah, he, he looks fucking great. Yeah. But if I have to be honest, I think my favorite character at the moment, at the moment, is Violet. Because yes. obviously Violet is obviously like Jane, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm not really a big fan of Jane, but I wasn't like a hateful person towards her. I just didn't really like her that much. And with Violet, I, you can really understand like her problem, oh, and the problem's like still going on with Minerva um, and Violet, because they just found out that they were captured instead of being dead. So that like adds on to the problem, which is kind of cool. 
Okay, okay, I, I guess I I understand that, okay? Seems good for you. Okay, let's start with Max this time. Who's your favorite character? Violet. Violet, okay. Any yeah, reason like, why? I, I, I think she's like the most interesting out of all of them, and I, I don't think she's Jane 2.0 at all. Fuck you, Perky. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I, think, I think that compared to Jane, she's a much fucking deeper character. Jane was fucking awful. <laughs> What's that bad? I mean, Jeez, <laughs> fucking bad, Jeff. Oh my god. Okay, whatever, dude. Also, uh, chat. Uh, there should be like a card of a poll. Go ahead and vote on that. It should be like Lewis or Lewis or Violet. So you guys can go ahead and vote on that as well. But SIL, SIL, who is your favorite so far? All right. So a lot of people have said Violet. Nah, <laughs> it's gotta be Lewis for me. Lewis for sure. He is probably. One of the best characters in the first episode. I struggle to see the attention Violet gets because for me she's just a Jane 2.0. Mm, 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 mm. I, I may have to <laughs> people, but I do like the fact that Lewis as a person has a lot of flaws as well. So yes, he is capable of surviving. He's also charismatic, etc. But he's also very unreliable. But you know, he's a fresh character that we haven't personally witnessed someone like this in the last four seasons of The Walking Dead, in my opinion. I can't really think of a character that we have met similar to Lewis in the last four seasons of The Walking <coughs> Dead. So, well, not really. Yeah, yeah, really. No, that's not... Omid was a funny character, but I think compared to Lewis, he's just not even in the equation. I also feel like he's such a 3D character because when you're playing him, he stands out, especially his like, personality and behavior. And especially since episode one's ending with Marlon dying, I feel like it will just go, it's just, he's just going to be a much deeper character because how's he going to act now, now that his best friend has died? Is he, he, can't, he can't still be charismatic, happy, comical. Mm. I feel like something's going to change for his character arc, in my opinion. I definitely, I definitely, definitely see what you're coming from. Definitely yeah, a good I, explanation. I don't, know, there. I don't know if I would call him 3D though. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't call him like, a very fucking well developed character yet. Okay. Uh, I feel like he's kind of just like another Omid right now. Let's agree to disagree. Um, okay. Now, time for you, Chaos. Who's your favorite character in the first episode? Uh, I have to agree with uh, SIF. I really like Lewis. He's, yeah. he's funny. <laughs> he's, he's a funny guy. Uh, He's a he's a good singer too. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> he just has every aspect to him, man. It's just a really good character. But mm -hmm. as for me, okay, I enjoyed both Lewis and Violet. But I gotta say, of course, you probably already know Violet is my favorite in the episode. Now I'm not taking any way, anything away from from Lewis. He was definitely really good, and there's just so much good about these two characters that you can't really be right or wrong for liking either of them because they're both gonna have just huge arcs ahead of them that changed them as a character okay lewis with the whole violet being i forgot to do that well gameplay isn't moving i Thank thought you were gonna start it when we began like oh, you know wow. talking but i didn't i know it's so yeah but anyway as i was saying okay as i was saying professional podcast but anyways as i was saying uh, as for Lewis, him being affected by Marlon's death, that's going to affect him a lot. And then looking at Violet, the possibility of Minerva and Sophie being alive could actually affect her as well. So they have two, they have arcs just, you know, ahead of them that are going to be really game-changing for these characters. 
but I really just liked uh, I liked Violet a lot more because of the connection that you know we had with her in the bedroom and then going fishing with Violet as well. She was very open about it. She wasn't, you know, of course she started off pretty strong, but just getting to know her, she warms up a bit. And you can actually see her getting used to you and becoming more friendly. So that's definitely really good on her part. But definitely looking at Lewis as well, Lewis is definitely just funny. Just he's just very charismatic and he cares for the, his people. Even it shows by him giving AJ the food, various things like that. Just really, really, really good for these characters. They they are both great characters. And that's one thing that I basically just, you know, applaud Telltale on is their character development and their setup for these characters, okay? So, for the most part, let's go ahead and move away from that because that's, that's a pretty heated topic, I guess. But for the most part, does anybody have a favorite scene? Let's start with you, Max. Got a favorite scene? The fucking ending. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Dude, that, was like the, <laughs> that was the only genuinely fucking part of the episode for me. I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. It was just like, because everything else was a bit, you know, slow pace. You couldn't really have, like, yeah. a really... Uh, like, I, I have no fucking issue with that, but holy fuck, the ending was amazing. Yeah, it was definitely. What about you, Percy? You got a favorite scene? Um, besides the ending, um, I really liked the boys scene, like, when you were in the dark. Like, that felt really creepy first time playing it, and... I mm. felt like she was going to come out of nowhere, but usual Telltale, it's like, you know, cutscene, cutscene. It still felt good. It felt good just, like, you know, playing that scene. It just felt creepy, like, the creepy vibes. And, yeah, that was an awesome scene with the blood um, on the flashlight, making, like, the red um, flashlight or flash, whatever they call it, brightness. Um, that was cool. Yeah, I guess you could, like, you know, um, separate the, the Brody in the basement scene during the, the standoff on the outside scene. Technically, they're both a part of the ending, but they're you know, kind of a little bit, a little bit separate. What about you, SIF? Got a favorite scene in mind? You know what? I'm kind of surprised no one has mentioned the dinner slash the game of war scene. <laughs> I really like that. I thought that was a smart way of doing character development in a fun way. Yeah. Even though I do think the choices that Clementine could ask is a bit they, lame. They were like. fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were like, good. I don't really care about that. I want to know, you know, what's your past, who's been with you, etc. Like, if you think about all the questions that Clementine asks are a bit stupid, but the return questions from them is very deep. Despite that, I do think it was very nice. It's kind of funny and it's kind of chill as well. Like, I really like it as a scene. It's kind of smart, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the haircut question was pretty deep, though. <laughs> Would you guys say that um, who is going to die? I I personally said yeah. nobody but me or not well, not me well, actually I, I picked Violet because uh, it's fucker. <laughs> I chose uh, Violet too. <laughs> and, yeah. Violet, more with question, more with answer. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely <laughs> great. So, what about you, Chaos? What's your favorite scene in the episode? Um, my favorite scene would probably be whenever <sighs> I don't know, probably just the end. Ending. Yeah, it's definitely good enough. What we have a super chat for from Dragon Ball Radiant? Really? Uh, what is the new bomb. thing? Was the new frontier destroyed by the saviors? Now, uh, can I, can I have the money from that? <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> 
uh, New Frontier. <laughs> we don't know as of right now. Oh, it pops up and everything, but we don't know as of right now uh, what happened to the New Frontier. Hopefully, they will explain it, but we'll get to that later on down the podcast. So wait for that. It's coming, okay? So uh, as for me, my favorite scene. Probably had to go with Percy here and say the whole basement scene with Brody and them. It, it that was just done really, really well, and it was just overall like you know you were kind of like scared of what's gonna happen because you know Brody been hit in the head with a flashlight, blood in your hands. Marlon ran out, locked you in there. You're like stuck down there, possibly getting blamed for this thing, and that was just a, a pretty awesome setup and how it was like so ominous and creepy down there, blood in the flashlight. Having actually affecting affecting the lighting and stuff like that, it was definitely really really great. I love that quite quite a lot. So that is my favorite scene. So let's go ahead and move on to some positives about the episode. Then we'll get to negatives later on. But what were some things you think that they did right and that they did wrong? Start with you, Percy. I want to say the length, like, I know the length, it doesn't, like, no matter how long the episode is, it doesn't make an episode good, but I feel like Telltale really needs to, like, make the episode at least two hours, um, for this case, and it really just put in a lot of character development, and you can also do other stuff, like, you know, trying to find trophies or what collectibles, whatever they're called, and that was just a fun part, like, they actually add, like, more interactables, because I remember for, like, The Wolf Among Us, you can actually unlock a codex, which in order to do that, to do to do that, you had to replay the game, which was really made, which really made the Wolf Among Us kind of fun. Just like seeing like the codex. Yeah, definitely, they did a lot to try to make it unique than the the other games, and not trying to just copy it, but just add its own uniqueness to it in their own way. There was some spots they didn't do right, but they did, you know, make it its own thing, and it definitely really shows here. What about you, SIF? What do you think they did right and they did wrong? Uh, so in terms of what they did right, I've got to say, of course, character development. Very easy topic to talk about. Uh, I do want to say, they, in terms of setting the scene up, you know, the boarding school, where we are, etc. They did a very good job of that. Sinking the player to actually care about these characters, you know. If they keep up this level of character development, I have no doubt by the end of episode 2 slash 3, we're really going to love and care these about these characters a lot. And whoever is still alive with these characters, uh, I think we're going to really want to try to keep them alive. Because I think if, in terms of character development, if we keep up, I do believe like there will be a genuine connection to those characters in my opinion. I, would, I wouldn't necessarily call this wrong, but it's different how all the choices in the first episode aren't necessarily big choices, but rather have a small choice for the player. Uh, I'm not saying like, this, once again, I'm not saying this like wrong or right. I think it's just kind of neutral because I don't really mind it because uh, I'm sure we're going to encounter some hard decisions later. But especially in the first episode, if all the, all the choices we get is like, oh, well, you're going to be forced to interact with these characters. Question mm-hmm. is, who do you want to who do you want to know more about so hence the go with lewis and a sim or go with violet and brody uh since you know you but you, you meet up with both of these characters anyway but it's kind of like small decisions that still focus about the character development they're like who do you want to know more about you know so i think that's what is really good because it's not life or death situations you know you're not deciding a character a character's fate 
you know, when you don't even care about that character. So I do find the way they're taking the choices and the kind of slowing down the pace is quite good. For what they did wrong, I don't really have a comment, really, to be honest. I can't think of anything they did bad. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Just a bunch of a bunch of good things just overweigh any possible negatives in this episode. Indeed. But what about you, Chaos? Anything did right or wrong? Uh, I think one of the things that they didn't that they that they did do wrong was whenever it was whenever it was at the end and it was raining, I couldn't really like since it was so loud at some points, I couldn't hear certain stuff that they said or mm -hmm. like movement. So I didn't really like that, but I think one thing that they should have done is whenever it's at the beginning and you have to go out in front of the um, the school and kill the, uh, the walkers, I wish that afterwards we could have gotten a little bit of time to like walk around the area and look at stuff, maybe find some collectibles or something like that. But other than that, I think they did everything good. Okay, okay. I definitely have to agree with you about the whole uh, ambient noise because the... There's a bunch of ambient noise now. It's like kind of not as much music. And like there's some loud, loud ambient noise. They need to tune that down a little bit. You know, it isn't bad. I love ambient noise because, you know, depending on if you're out in the woods, you hear like, you know, uh, trees crackling, stuff like that. It's definitely really great. But they should definitely uh, try to incorporate some, some more music with the ambient noise, I believe. And as far as... That, that's what they did, like, I guess, wrong for me. But right for me, I would say character development was a huge step up in terms of Walking Dead, you know, series. It was definitely what I wanted from the Walking Dead game. Looking at season one, it had character, it had great character development, and that was really good. The length was definitely really good, too. Just overall, looking at choices, they were done pretty well as well. As well. So those are a bunch of positives. One tiny negative I have to say is that I, I guess it would be the the pacing, okay? Now, I did love how slow it was. It was definitely slow, and it gave time to go ahead and develop characters. But at some points, it just felt like it was just so slow for the sake of just, you know, trying as hard to build these characters up and just kind of just build the world. So, in a way, it was done great. But at some points, it felt like it was just way too slow, which isn't really, I guess, a bad thing as of right now. So those are my positives and negatives. So let's go ahead and move on to... Wait, I have a negative. Say. Oh, yeah, what's your negative, Percy? Um, I feel like they should have showed the Watuni character in this episode. Because... Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. I, I definitely do agree with that because... Yeah. Because, like, if they would have revealed the Watuni character now... Then okay, it would build up, you know, hype and stuff like that, and people would probably would be more interested, and it could have paved the way for people to not possibly encounter all of these leaks that have been, you know, spilling, uh, sprouting around everywhere, so they combat well, that as well. Well, yeah, but where could they fit that in? Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, able maybe. Well, it depends on the pace, doesn't it? If they yeah paced up the episode perhaps a returning character would have been more suitable yeah 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 definitely so it's like kind of a tricky thing that you know you can either say telltale fucking hide your shit okay <laughs> don't put episode <laughs> two stuff in the episode one files come on now like who who, who 
they didn't they have, they have to like you know safeguard that somehow and you know just overall just do a better job at hiding shit okay so in a way i'm fine with, i'm fine that they didn't but it's just me saying that hey telltale you're you're getting your stuff leaked why not show it now when you when you have you know every episode out i don't know but as far as that goes let's go ahead and talk about the ending real quick okay the ending okay aj shooting marlin in the head what's gonna be the outcome like how you got what do you guys feel about that what do you guys feel what's going through aj's head and the reason that aj did it and various things like that let's go ahead and start with you max i think he was talking about i think he was thinking about how he wanted to fucking pop his head off like, i don't think we <laughs> i mean like thought thought pro <laughs> like did he like i'm saying like did he think that so he was his, right his fucking thought process was i want to fucking shoot that guy in the head uh i mean you could say that but you know i'm not sure because like there had to be something that he he didn't you know process that oh this is the right choice or not and I'm not sure if it will be that simple, but we'll see about that. What do you think, SIF? What, regarding AJ's uh, aftermath, really? Yeah, um, like, yeah. You made a good point saying in the episode 2 slideshow, it shows Clementine and AJ locked up or in the room anyway, which in one, in one of your videos you say perhaps AJ and Clementine get locked up for timeout, really. So they can figure out what they do, what the group does with Clementine and AJ after Marlon's death. Which I think wouldn't be a bad idea because then it leaves time for AJ to kind of realise what he's done. And how, you know, walkers and people aren't really the same thing. Because I think considering he's been brought up and born in the apocalypse... AJ's mindset, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking to me, so I can't tell you why, because clearly he wasn't a threat for Marlon. Marlon wasn't a threat at the time, anyway, after he put down his gun and everything. So, in terms of episode one, uh, episode two, sorry, the start anyway, what could happen is we can actually understand from AJ why, why did he kill him? Why, why did he apply the fact that, oh, I always save a bullet for me or I always aim for the head or mm. I, I always, uh, I never hesitate. Why did he apply that to Marlin? Because yeah. then it kind of shows that he kind of thinks of bad people and walkers as the same thing. So if you can know more about AJ's thought process in episode two, part, uh, the first, you know, five, ten minutes would be good, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a lot to take in there. So what do you think was going through AJ's mind, Percy? After we played the episode, um, if you gave the food to Abel, um, which I didn't originally, you can notice that AJ talks to Clem talking about how it wasn't right when they should just basically kill them, which is kind of like a hint towards AJ's insanity, I guess you could say, because obviously, well, AJ, <laughs> because obviously it, AJ wants to protect Clem, basically. Like, he wants to help out Clem, and, um, well... That's basically it. They, AJ just wants to care for Clem, make sure she's safe, and he really can't trust anyone because he doesn't know how to build that trust, I guess. Like, how to know like when to trust people. I actually agree with that quite a bit. <laughs> okay, okay. What about what about you, Chaos? Um, I think that maybe since 
Clem is a lot older now. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's had to have done something like that to protect AJ. And since he copies her or like learns from her, maybe he thought that uh, Marlon was trying to hurt her at the end. So that's whenever that's why he did it just to protect her. But other than that, I just I don't really know. Yeah, like it's, it's kind of weird. Like yeah. It's definitely I'm not not entirely sure if you can like there's there's multiple factors you could kind of like think about about him being raised in the apocalypse not having you know parents to guide him like how Clem did before she met Lee and then you can go ahead and blame it on just what Clem's teaching him so far not being very specific because whenever she says to you know don't hesitate she doesn't say hey for a walker or for somebody who has a gun pointed at you or somebody else to apply it there so there's definitely bunch of, a bunch of different factors that just go into this as of right now and I'm not entirely sure where they're going with AJ but it's definitely an inter- an interesting take on the character just just seeing how he's so hard because he definitely favors violence quite a lot okay he he wants to go ahead and push Abel out and things like that he just wants to be as safe and as violent as possible and that can be either a good thing or a bad thing because he shot Marlon but a good thing in the, in the sense that he's not so trust, trustworthy and it'll take a lot for him to gain people's trust that way so that could that could be a def, that could definitely be an interesting dynamic they're heading for in the future episodes and I'm excited to see basically what they do with AJ so as far as that goes, you know, go ahead, go ahead and speak about the, the choices in the episode, okay? So, choices are a big part of Telltale's games because they can affect the story, tailor the story, and various things like that. So, let's start with Percy. Do you feel like the choices were good for this episode? Well, obviously the first choice, like, with Killing the Walker Couple, I think that was just for the sake of, like, the introduction of the game. And the rest of the choices, you can see that they're really building up the relationship with Marlon and... Not Marlon. <laughs> um, Violet and Lewis. Um, I feel they said that they were going to be important characters this season. So they're really trying to build up with those characters for future episodes and possibly make them, like, maybe big effects towards Clem's story. Something like that. I'm not sure, like, where they're going at the moment. Um... But I feel like choices are good so far. They um, basically we got a relationship with Tan, and it's like you said a couple days ago or week, whatever. You said that there's a lot of choices of of like around Tan, so maybe he could be like a big mm. part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely did say that. So what about you, Max? You feel like the choices were to your liking this episode? Yeah, that was actually my biggest struggling problem with, with episode one. It, it felt really, really linear, in my opinion. Like, especially with the fucking ending. Like, they, they had all these fucking options up here, up here at the bottom for what to do with fucking, for what to do with Marvin. And then fucking, and then he just gets fucking shot in the head anyway. It, it, it just felt really, really fucking, I don't know, it felt like I didn't have much impact on anything that happened. Yeah, I personally. can definitely, definitely understand, understand that, that feeling right there. What about you, SIF? Uh, so I did say that I felt the choices were more about... Well, more about the characters rather than anything major mm-hmm. like fate, the fate of a character which you know what i don't mind particularly because it did kind of fit with the whole episode um i don't feel like we had to have 
all the choices based on a character development kind of scale i do believe mm-hmm. if the story like max said was a bit more uh advanced and less linear it could have been much well not much better but it would have been a bit different it could have changed how the episode plays out a bit i don't exactly uh see it as something bad in my opinion so in terms of my thoughts on the choices i like them i think they're fine uh they are all about choices you know you got 10 you got violet it's, it's all about who do you want to you know know more about rather than anything else so choice thoughts they're good um i do expect them to be more uh hard uh you know there's there's no choices that's gonna make you press start or like pause mm-hmm. and like you know think about the choices be like yo what should i pick before the timer runs out um all of them kind of simple uh but yeah i don't really mind them to be honest i think they're right okay okay i see what about what about you chaos um i do i agree with everything you guys are saying but aside from that i think that the choices were kind of sad because i saw some i watched other people play it and i chose different options and what clementine says and how she says it and like the facial expressions and everything it's kind of sad because um whenever you're talking to 10 and he has to draw you in the picture if you say no, then you have a choice to make him scratch out oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, AJ, and it's like, geez, like it just took a turn. It was really, <laughs> all, it was all happy. He was happy. He was drawing, and then you say no, and then it just ruins his mood. And it also that the, your choices with the characters, how you talk to them, um, it doesn't affect your relationships with the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, definitely. I definitely understand all of that. You know, the choices they weren't they weren't that impactful, but they were still you know nice for like a, a I guess a setup episode for the most part. Not really any big major choices, but looking at looking at some of the small ones, like small detail choices, like Clementine telling AJ to not swear, that makes an impact on various different aspects, and it's definitely really good. They pay attention to the small choices and the detail. That they have in small dialogue was definitely a really really nice little detail to the episodes as well but looking at uh, other ones like go with violet or go with lewis various things like that that is where it kind of just goes back to character development there which which one do you want to have spend more time with and i felt like you know this is my opinion but i felt like going with violet and brody was the better option because not because Violet, okay, fuck that, okay? <laughs> Brody is the, <laughs> no, is, the main, is the main thing there, okay? Getting to know her a bit before she actually gets killed, therefore you have a bigger attachment to that character as well. So there seems to be a, a really big fo- a focus on character development that they're, you know, really taking a stance on with these choices. And, you know, as one of you said, you know, 10 as well. Percy said 10. Uh, there, there are a bunch of ones involving Ten. Whether you go ahead and take away his, you know, or give him the, the crayons, or uh, give him the police car, uh, officer figure as well, they seem to have a really big focus on, or at least uh, in choices, a focus on Ten. Yeah, because in, in the beginning of the game, in the go beginning ahead. of the game, you can basically say shitbird to AJ, but and then later, if you tell <laughs> AJ not to swear, he actually mentions like. You saying shitbird, so that was like watch your fucking language. <laughs> yeah. So that was like a pretty cool like detail that I like they added. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. That small detail is definitely really good to individualize your game 
compared to other people. But back to 10, uh, they said that they're going to be, I don't know what episode was, was it episode 2 or 3? Three? 3. Going to be focusing on 10 more, which is definitely good to see how these choices affect 10. Whether you're like, oh, Clementine doesn't like me because she didn't give me the, the color pencil. Or I don't like AJ, he's a very mean person. And things like that, you know. I'm not I'm sure where they're going with that. <laughs> I'm not sure where they're going with that, but maybe, maybe Tin and AJ could have some beef in the future. That'd be a pretty, really interesting concept. <laughs> I, I think like Tan to see. Tan could feel less powerful than Clementine if you put like a knife against Tan. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's definitely. Wait, did, did you actually do that? <laughs> alternate, um, not alternative. I think. Like you're a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. I saw someone do that. Yeah, but Harper. Because I felt like he's on the other boarding school. So oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, but uh, harping off what Chaos said about the horses being sad, like uh, taking away the, like the crayons and taking and like you know you can be so mean to ten, scratching the picture out. Oh, that was that was heartbreaking. Seeing his face like that, that was mm -hmm. that was definitely really really bad. But that's pretty much it. Let's go ahead and uh, before we get into the next episode, talk about. Our, our ratings for the episode. What would you rate the episode, 6 .5. Max? 6.5. <laughs> we'll start with Max. Uh, 9 out of 10, probably. It would have been a 10 if not for the fucking linear feel. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Let's see. What about you, SIL? 6.5. Come on, I IGN. Come on. <laughs> uh, realistically, I'd give about an 8.8. .8. Mm, okay, yes, okay. I'm very specific. Okay. Uh, like you said, at times I do feel the pace could have picked up a bit, but it's a solid episode. It can stand on its own two feet. Mm -hmm. um, it's just great in general. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> There's not much to say. All right, all right. What about you, Percy? I'll do an 8.5. 8.5, okay. Well, it, it was... It was <laughs> okay, I see, I see those, those negatives like getting to you a little bit. A little tiny bit. <laughs> like, I still liked it, but I think I was just waiting 8.5. Okay, okay. What about you, Chaos? I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10. Okay, okay. I think I had like the highest score here, like a 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> really, like, the, the pacing wasn't... No, the, the pacing wasn't that... a bit high. Like, the, the pacing, that's, that's my only big issue with the pacing, okay? And that didn't really bother me way too much because I got a bunch of stuff out of it. Like, it was... It was kind of paced, kind of really, really slow, but you got a bunch of character development out of it, which I'm very, very, very happy about. So I'm definitely that's what I'll do there. But like, compare that pacing to the one to the pacing in fucking New Frontier, where like you got no fucking character development. Yeah, definitely. I prefer like really fucking slow pacing to pacing like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely have to agree. That's why I didn't give it such a low score. It was, it, it still count, it still felt kind of weird. I'm not sure why, but. You know, that's what I gotta say about that. So, let's go ahead and go to our everybody's favorite section, okay? Predictions about episode two. Because episode two is called Suffer the Children, coming out on September 25th, a month from tomorrow. That's pretty cool. So, since, since we know who has the best predictions out of the whole group, let's go ahead and start with my guy, Percy. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna talk about yourself, but okay. No, I'm always last. I'm a good host, okay. I'm well, a good host. You're, you're okay. Well, obviously, um, us the player will be um talking with AJ, telling him let's like fight along, I guess, in the beginning, maybe in the beginning of the episode. Um, I'm not sure how long of a time skip. Maybe like um, 
maybe like a day after um from that scene um like in the morning maybe i don't know um something that i wanted to talk about was uh minerva uh, minerva and is it sophie yes indeed okay yeah i'm predicting that um minerva is dead and sophie's alive okay because okay. it'll be cool if 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 the, if um sophie's oh wait yeah. yeah sophie is like alive and then like violet like well she thought that was like minerva and then she finds out that wasn't minerva and then it gets like all sad and then yeah potential romance with um violet okay okay any any prediction for you sif well the chat is saying that people want to get the slippers people want to punish aj with the belt so oh I my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, i actually don't agree with that fuck aj <laughs> aj you little psycho all right um a huge lesson for aj oh, no. whether you want to use the belt or you want to use verbal uh communication with aj <laughs> i'm gonna fucking hit him <laughs> <laughs> i i'm i'm staying neutral there um yeah, I can see definitely AJ kind of understanding um, the difference between a threat and a non-threat, mm -hmm. uh, regardless if you're a walker or a zombie. Mm. Um, I do believe we will meet a returning character because four episodes and, you know, mm -hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. Episode three will be too late and episode two just sounds about perfect. Um, we'll meet the Raiders. We'll see the fate of the two sisters, whether that be Sophie and Minerva alive. Both could be dead. But probably at least one of them will be alive. Um, yeah, I, I think we'll get to know more about Abel as a person and the group because I do believe, you know, it's, it's we don't really get to know much about him. Um, what I do want to mention about Abel actually is that, you know, we'll get to understand the Raiders in general um, because Abel, he doesn't necessarily steal from you. He just sees it as, I'll take some food, you keep the rest. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're not as bad as we see or as we understand them to be. Um, of course, there's the whole, you know, abuse, sexual abuse regarding Sophie and Minerva, why they being the ones taken away. Uh, so I do see the Raiders as a complicated bunch. Not everyone's bad, but not everyone's good as well. So maybe something like a new frontier. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do see a lot of... Um, interesting things happening in episode mm -hmm, definitely definitely a lot of cool thing what about you chaos any predictions for next episode um i think that they're gonna stay in the boarding school and maybe clem will be the leader and uh maybe they could try something new and we as we progress we can choose different uh like different places to hunt or go fishing like we could in the first episode go hunting or fishing mm -hmm. and maybe we could make the uh i forgot what it was called but the like where they couldn't go like they couldn't leave that area the train maybe station make, oh the i forgot what it was but maybe we can go farther out and go more go explore more and mm -hmm. maybe this episode we could be outside more and maybe meet new characters and all that stuff yeah, yeah, definitely. So what, what I think, you know, there are a bunch of things that I think uh, regarding hoping to to see what happens, you know, to to Surfy, uh, so, not Surfy, wow, uh, Sophie and Minerva, and uh, what what Tim's gonna be like, how he's gonna be like, and whenever you know, eventually probably maybe sees his sisters, maybe probably being alive, 
and you know Val's reaction to various things like that, and then looking, you know, people thinking that hey, we could we could possibly get the uh, the Violet, the save Violet or Lewis, cho- Lewis choice in this episode as well, which that would be a lot to handle, like a returning character, and then you know possibly losing one of the two awesome characters and. That would be a craziest thing to happen in this episode, which I think that this could be off, this, this could be like the best episode for it to happen because it is like technically like the middle, the middle episode. I would say there's not five, but you could say it's the middle episode. And why kill off, uh, kill him off in episode four or in episode four, episode three, and various things like that. But you know, looking looking at all all those things, okay, I'm um, hoping to see. Maybe Clementine and Rosie, as someone said in the chat, uh, develop a better relationship. You know, of course, Clementine is scared of dogs, and I, I, I would love to see her actually being, you know, friendly to Rosie and just overall having having a little sidekick that's not crazy like AJ is. Okay, <laughs> but you know, those are my my predictions. Various things like that. You know, returning character in this episode, possibly the choice between Lewis. Or Violet to save one or the other. That'd be pretty heartbreakingly cool. But other than that, looking forward to seeing more about Abel and what's going on with, with his group. And I don't know if, you know, what you guys think. But you guys think that Abel could, like, possibly still be alive if you pushed him out of the out of the oh, building? I think he'll be fucking amputated. I think he's alive either way. He yeah. hit gunshots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, hear, you hear, like, three gunshots. Exactly. I'm hoping that he's just like, haha, I got lucky. I'm, I'm alive and perfectly unhinged. <laughs> but hopefully he, he would have lost an arm or something, gotten bitten, ran yeah, back to his group. Reggie 2.0. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great because, like, you know, there has, to be, there has to be some consequence for that happening. And without him going back, there is no consequence pretty much. So, you know, maybe... Just him losing an arm because he got he got bitten, things like that. That would be very, very, very cool. So I do want to say quickly, uh, what do you guys think the term "suffer the children" mean? Because episode one, Bun Running, it literally Clementine and AJ finally find find the home, which is the boarding school. So they are done running. But what do you guys think "suffer the children" suggests, or what what does it symbolize? I think they're all gonna die. Yeah. I think it means that the issue in episode one was that they were running out of food because there was no food inside the save point. I think episode two might be the episode like where they're basically almost all out of food, even though they just got food. But I'm not sure if they're gonna be like a, I don't know, like a week time skip one day. I don't know how long, but they won't have food for long. So that'll be an issue, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I think of when I think of suffer the children, I think of like them children actually fucking suffering. Like some something bad is gonna go down. I don't know if like maybe like one or two because we have expendable characters like I'm sorry Percy but Mitch he can definitely die. Okay, I'm just saying Mitch or Willie Ruby. <laughs> yeah, they 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 definitely have some expendable characters that I wouldn't really I don't know if I could see them as background characters, but just you know characters that are just there who are who could possibly you know yeah secondary characters. Who could, you know, progress. I don't care about anyone but fucking Willie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't whether like Willie. Yeah. Do you like Willie? He's um yeah. Uh, you like Mitch, but you don't like Willie. What did Willie Mitch do? Is oh Mitch is honestly the best. Yeah, what did he the kind do? of person who threatened Willie when he looked at you. 
Did Mitch look awesome when he played with his knife? Oh, I think Mitch was mm. trying a bit too hard. Yeah. <laughs> he was definitely trying hard. Oh, my God. But, you know, that's why I think maybe maybe some kids dying, maybe some kids just overall suffering due to maybe the group coming back wanting revenge if you push the able out, things like that. Just, you know, it's crazy. But as far as that goes... Um, as far as news goes, yeah. Uh, how many of you pushed table out? I did. Me, 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 me. I fucking, I hate all of you. Come on, man. <laughs> Abel is the best fucking character in the game. Okay. <sighs> Come on, he he shouldn't have like you know been so weird and hostile. Okay. If he was it's like, hey, can I have some food? He, he was not, he can was I? Not can I please have some food? And I would be like, okay, yeah, you can have some food. Sure. But no, he had to point a gun at me he and be like, "Give me your fucking." You're all, you're all terrible people. He's a, he's a bit no. If he was, if he was less creepy looking, and and you know, asked nicely, I would have gave him some food, no problem. I could have been like, "Oh, okay, here, here's your half, I guess, maybe. I'm not sure, but you know, I didn't like how he came across me like that, for the most part. But you know, as that goes. As far as news goes, of course, episode 2 is coming out the 25th of September. What do you guys feel about Telltale releasing this information very early about all the episodes having a release date that could be subject to change in the future? Start with you, Percy. Well, this is the start of something new with Telltale Games. Like, obviously, I think Batman Enemy Within was, like, them starting to change, like, their style. You know, the final season, you really, you really can notice, like, some changes. But I think, I don't want to say weird, but I want, I'm hoping they can make this commitment. Because I'm worried that, I, I'm not going to lie, I like waiting for episodes, like, two to three months. Because that actually gives them quality. I know they already have the final season, like the whole script finished, and I, I don't know how like video game development works and for them to actually like, you know, make it. But I'm just hoping that the episodes will be good quality as episode one. That's my biggest concern. Okay, okay. What about, what about you, Max? Think it was too early or, or it's just right? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Which... I'm, I'm just gonna take that as Max thinks that he they should have a three-month wait period, like Wolf Among Us, well, episode no, two, don't, don't episode two. Was it four months? Yeah, it was four months, Jeez. I think. Wait, wait, like for episode two, Smoke and Mirrors, Wolf Among Us. That was a long time. That, yeah, was, that, was, that, that, that was pretty. That was pretty long. Yeah, over here, everybody over yeah, here. I, I thought, I thought, I thought they gave up on it. Honestly, <laughs> like, I thought they just fucking threw in the towel. Yeah, so like for everybody saying, oh, one month is too, too long. No, okay, we, you, you have to wait like four months for one episode with Among Us. Okay, that was that was I terrible. It to like Minecraft, where it came out the week after. Oh god. I remember um, for Wolf Among Us, it like transitioned to like Wolf Among Us walking to season two, and then episode four of Wolf Among Us came out, and then episode five came out before like season. Two of the Walking Dead episode five. Yeah, yeah. Why do you know all that off the top of your head? Because I'm a big Telltale fan. <laughs> exactly. What about USIF? Think it was too early. That Dash already? I'm not gonna ask you. All right. Okay. Obviously, because <laughs> I like to determine my full potential to this live stream, I actually pulled up the tweet by Pete Harley, Eey. who's actually, who actually commented saying, "Another part of us pushing to become better, setting mm. expectations for our players, not just for what we build, but when to expect it." So, this shows that 
they want to do this long term, not just for The Walking Dead, the final season. Uh, they'll probably do a similar release schedule for The Wolf Among Us season two as well. Uh, my personal opinion, I think it's great. Uh, of course, the dates are subject to change and they could change whenever. But I think it's good for the most part. You know, it, it kind of gives the audience a, a time to actually know when to expect it other than just because you kind of have to be in the total community to kind of play it right when it comes out mm -hmm. a lot of casual youtubers they'd be like i didn't know this episode came out it came out like last week or it came out two days ago so a, a better way to actually avoid that is just release a, a, a release a release schedule to let people know when to expect it and they subject to change when they do say that if they do ever change it i won't expect like a month to change i probably expect a couple of weeks at most so my opinion i think it's a great way to actually advance the telltale uh company as one um yeah i think it's good i don't see any problem with it i think what they do in general is good uh they are expecting to do this long term mm -hmm. i say they just actually stay to it uh they don't just put random dates to please the fans they actually stick to realistic dates not you know provisional dates. i agree Okay, okay. Pretty, pretty awesome. What about you, Kaya? I think a good idea or a bad idea or just a meh? Uh, I think it was good and bad. Mainly because whenever I play stuff or I watch stuff and I know that there's multiple episodes, I like there to be a little, long, like a little more time, like maybe longer than a month, but not longer than three. Because I, mm -hmm. what I do is I like to do research and read theories and watch videos about what people think will happen and won't happen but then i don't want to wait too long to be able to see or play and actually see what happens okay i, I don't like your opinion okay oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man but yeah you know i definitely do like at their doing this you know monthly re or not monthly kind of like you know skipping october but kind of monthly releases for the walking dead it's a shame that it's ending like so soon it'll be over this year but i think it's definitely good for them to you know, already have their whole plot synopsis of each episode planned out and then just pretty much work on just, you know, developing the episode, you know, assets, things like that. That's definitely a really good, you know, structure for them to have because by at this time, they pretty much have to be, they have to be, you know, have mastered their just drawn out engine by now and has, you know, found out the best way to go ahead and develop these games faster. And they said they wanted to go ahead and release less episodes at a at a faster pace i believe so them releasing it uh releasing dates for the episodes is definitely really good in terms of that we know when we're getting it and everything like that but i feel like you know i, I enjoyed you know not knowing until like two weeks ahead things like that so you know i, I definitely do i definitely support it total's actually doing a great job at you know um, I can say reforming their company after the whole Telltale, mm. uh, what's it called? Telltale layoff. Telltale fatigue. I'm gonna say Telltale fatigue oh. because you know, because you know, games like Guardians and New Frontier haven't been up to standard. They have you know laid off their people. They restructured you know internally and doing a better job at you know trying to provide better episodes at a faster pace in a short amount of time so that's definitely really good in my opinion so hopefully they go ahead and keep it up 
with Wolf Among Us, Stranger Things, and you know stuff like that. But looking at news, okay, uh, there was a post by Telltale. They're gonna be at PAX West. I don't know when PAX West is. When the PAX is, Percy, you know, it's like it's like September the fifth. It's Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you would wait, fucking know. Wait, is it this? <laughs> okay, wait, no, no, wait, wait, is this Sunday? September. Isn't it? No, it's, a, it's, oh, it's wait, in no, September. It's September. Oops, I, thought, I thought it was just not. I think it's September the 2nd? Second. No, wait, no. Yeah, 2nd? It is 2nd. Okay. It's not I said 2nd first, by the way. No, it's gonna be Sunday, Percy. Wait, no, it's 9th, I think. The 9th. If you do wanna know, I think you it's September the 9th. Uh, my recent video, SIF Masri. No. My most video. Watch <laughs> mine. Shut the hell up. Watch <laughs> mine. Shame was plug, but you can actually yeah. watch my. Recent video. Mm -hmm. Can we kick him? No, we, we, we are we are promotion friendly here. But <laughs> anyways, September the 9th, September the 9th, Telltale at PAX West for their final panel about The Walking Dead, the final season. So it's gonna have all the voice talent that mean anything in life on on that panel. And they said they're gonna they said they were gonna go ahead and you know give out an exclusive look at the final season. So obviously that I guess that means episode two, but I'm not sure if it's gonna be like oh attendees only exclusive or like hey it's an exclusive for anybody who wants to see it. What do you have to think about that? Um, oh wait, who goes? Hey, anybody can go. Oh. Small um, I know for the Walking Dead New Frontier, you obviously won't hear episode three. Um, what was it called? Above the Law. Um, they actually showed like a Pax like teaser. Of Javier with the bat um against Badgley. Uh wait, they they did? Yeah, they, they did. did. Oh yeah, they did. That was Is that like a spoiler? Yeah, it well, was pretty I don't know why they did it, but they did it. <laughs> well, that reminded me of that um that one thing they did with uh Guardians of the Galaxy where they actually no Guardians of the Galaxy no three as well, but Guardians of the Galaxy where they put like an actual fucking choice in the fucking trailer for no reason. I'm not I sure. guess they want to hide people up somehow. Like, like chill out. Like, come they on. Even did, they care. I don't think they care anymore. They even did for Micro Story Mode Season 2. That was like so. Like, all you gotta uh, do is show a picture of Clementine, and, and you got. There you go. That's your sneak peek. People will be happy about that, okay? I'm pretty sure people will love that. But, you know. Uh, anybody else got any opinions about that? The. What was. Oh, Pax West exclusive thingy. Any more opinions? I'd rather just see screenshots, to be honest. Right, maybe a teaser. As long yeah. as it's spoily. Screenshots. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess screenshots. Man, like, like looking at that, I really missed the 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 next time on the Walking Dead. You know, those were pretty cool. Yeah, I really, really mm. missed those. I don't know why they sold that to be honest. Uh, they they actually explained why. it in in a Tumblr AMA, I think. Oh, what they say? I, I don't remember. I'll fucking Elden Q. Oh come on. Okay, well, I don't remember. They don't, don't mention it at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Do you do you want to fight? Do you want to fucking fight right now? Yeah. I'll find it. Just give me the link to the Tumblr. Okay, okay. Yeah, but, you know, hopefully it shows something significant enough to total out of Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, significant <laughs> enough <laughs> to keep us, you know, because that is, that's like a, that's like two weeks before the episode comes out. So, you know, they, they'll obviously have something to show there. Keeping it PAX exclusive isn't going to really do too much really so I don't, I don't think it's packs exclusive i hope not but if it is then that'd be terrible it will be you know it will be that will be oh, come on they already did it once and people were like heated about that so like i don't there's like no reason to to do that unless like 
unless somebody's like, hey, I, I, I bought my PAX tickets just to see this exclusive shit right here. That'd be, that'd be terrible. But anyways, um, while one of our connoisseur, uh, connoisseurs of Tumblr is looking for what they said about the next time on The Walking Dead stuff, let's go ahead and move on I, to I, the I can't next. Find it. Well, a person will find it. Let, give give me the, the person. He, he, he told me to find it for him. And then I he said take credit for it. <laughs> I said to give me the link of the Tumblr. Yeah, I thought you were going to find it. No, I need it. I'll oh. find it myself. You're a liar. You know Percy can find things very, oh, very fine. fast. fine. I'll set you up myself. Like, it's not, come on. Okay, anyways. Let's go ahead and move on to our, our quick talks real quick. Okay, we got some various things that aren't Walking Dead related, but they are Telltale related. Let's go ahead and begin with The Wolf Among Us Season 2. Of course, it was delayed till next year, and it will be the first telltale game to be using the unity engine okay so no more of this telltale tool stuff and all of that it will be in a new engine that hopefully they are prepared to use because unity isn't a hard engine to learn it's very easy especially for professional developers in their own field so wolf among us season two anybody let's go with, with sif you got any got any hopes and expectations for wolf among us season two High hopes, no expectations. Okay, okay, okay. Pretty, pretty, pretty simple. That. Awesome, okay, pretty so simple. what about you, Max? Oh, I'm trying to find the Tumblr AMA thing. Well, <laughs> stop doing that and answer my question. <laughs> but I, I was told to do it, okay? Oh, Percy's supposed to do I, it. Well, yeah, but he, he put I don't know how Tumblr works. Okay, Percy, you... don't know how Tumblr works. <laughs> okay, Percy, you, you, you answer. How do you look at replies? Oh, okay, um... Well, come on, guys, you well, know. I know a lot of people in the community were really like concerned about Wolf Among Us season two because of oh, wait, those images. I found it. I found it. Okay, let's go ahead and um, what's it called? What was that thing? Um, uh, whatever, Max, just say it. Okay. I don't, I don't like reading. Oh my god, you could have just. I'll okay. read it. Complete uh, chance piracy here. Those next okay, time stop. on. Okay, I read it. Okay, complete transparency here. Those next time ons were truly awful to produce. Wow, okay. Uh, we usually only have some of the assets ready from the following episode characters and environments, voice lines for the next one when we're finishing the first. And the creative process is actively enough, okay? That is very hard to be totally accurate when writing these. I'm sure fans in the past noticed these things were happening next time on that weren't in the final episode or when the final product when the episode finally came out. Making them was almost thankless task that we still had to devote time and resources to. Okay, so pretty much why they stopped doing the next time on The Walking Dead is because it was, you know, I guess too time consuming to produce uh, assets early for the episodes. And I can understand that. That's, that's pretty... I can get that because they aren't really entirely sure about how the first episode we received. Because they do actually take uh, feedback on the on the first episode. I actually have my thing here. Okay, but um, that's understandable, I guess. It's a, it's a shame. They could definitely do, like... Like, prepare that, I guess. You know, like... Just have Melissa or somebody, AJ's voice, AJ's voice actor, just go ahead and, you know, say something and then, I don't know, I'm not entirely sure, but they could, uh, they could, like, do something different where it doesn't really... Kind of like Tales from the Borderlands? 
Yeah. Like, you know how in episode three it like showed like a lady picking up a um, picture of Fiona and um Sasha? Like maybe they could do something like that with like I don't know like the returning character or something like picking up something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess so, but you know, I'm not entirely sure if that would just you know Harper any. I don't know, cause it, it's definitely understandable, but you know, I would, I would definitely, I definitely do miss it quite a lot. But you know, I guess, I guess it's okay to have that gone. But what I don't think it's okay to have gone is rewind. rewind. Okay, rewind. Why they, yes. why they not, why, why aren't they explaining that? Okay, we don't care about the next time on. We have to rewind. Okay, like what? It's in the game files. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it there? Why haven't they brought back Rewind? I don't understand it, and they won't answer the question. We answered a bunch of times, but they never really answered it. So, you know, hopefully they will know that Rewind was very important, okay? We really do miss it quite a lot, okay? But anyways, Maybe we'll get Full Wolf Monday Season 2 because, you know, new engine. Hopefully. Probably not. Yeah. Do you yeah, guys think there's any particular reason to why they actually removed it? Um... I, I, I can't, I can't. Joji Safa said before, I think, that um, nobody used it, apparently. That's what he said. Oh, come on. Yeah, that, that, was the, that was the lie, though. He, he lied all the time. That's why he got <laughs> yeah. fucking, fucking fired. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, uh, it just baffles me why that happens when so many other games in the genre has it. Like, come on now. It makes replaying much easier, especially for content creators, but, you know, other than that. Uh, I just realized. What? Tell the series videos isn't here yet. Exactly. I mean, I'm not. Hmm. Oh yeah. Rip. Yeah. Fallen, fallen soldier. Uh, F in the chat for Telltale series video. Our other yeah, guest. I, I completely forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Can you press F to pay respects, please? Yeah. That's right. That's very great. But anyway. <laughs> but Spam back F to. In the chat, guys. Back to Wolf Among Us. I think it was Chaos's turn. Got any hopes and expectations for Wolf Among Us Season 2? Um... You played it. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna... I, I agree with you. <laughs> I don't really know. I haven't really played it that much. Okay. I haven't really watched it that much. I haven't had time since mm -hmm. I just started up school. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really into that type of game, but since I hear you guys talking about it, I'm probably uh... gonna continue it. Yeah, it's definitely one of Telltale's best series. Like... You know, that, that of course came alongside the, uh, alongside the Walking Dead season two, and it was just just really really good. And people have been like, you know, spamming Telltale, "Hey, Wolf Among Us season two. and then they finally did it, and it was just a, a really really big moment. Like, cause like, listen here, okay, after after seeing Minecraft get two games, okay, before Wolf Among Us was even conceptualized, it was really it was really yes yes I have Mitchell's Minecraft. Dude, Minecraft is the best. <laughs> All right, you can't argue that. Like, it makes no sense how everybody's spamming the forum, spamming the Twitter with Manga Season Two, okay? And they and they it's like, they hey, here's Minecraft, money, here's Minecraft Season Two. Like, obviously, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Harper, uh, Telltale in general for that, okay? They were on some really, really shaky management back then, uh, in terms of just ideas and stuff. So you know, I, I can forgive them for at least some Minecraft Story Mode Season Two. Um, just hoping that Wolf Among Us will be great. Okay. So, enough of that. Oh, Minecraft. Wow. Wait. What? Wolf Among Us? Did you? I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you go, you go. Okay. Uh... <laughs> okay. Can I talk about Minecraft real quick instead? No. 
Can we talk about season three if there could be one? Do you wanna get no, stop. <laughs> well, Mangas, it was a really good game. Um, I think did it have the same quality as Walking Dead season two in a way? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it because Walking Dead season two, like, even though it was like bad with choices and like character development, it was like still enjoyable for some reason. Um, that was like the same with Mangas. It was just enjoyable and it was like a nice um start. And for a sequel, it'll be nice to see Bigby's story continue and I hope I hope they do new things like they said. I'm hoping for two playable characters, maybe Snow and Bigby. Um but yeah. I don't know how good that would be if they were to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely uh, agree on I'm not well, not much about agree, but um I wanna see what they do with the whole new format and everything else, the whole over the shoulder camera. Uh see how that maybe works if they plan on doing that. I would definitely and see how many episodes. Yeah, more how many episodes and the, the two the two character you know idea. It's definitely an interesting one. I'm not entirely sure because Snow White she was like a good sidekick I guess for the most part and I'm not I can't really imagine playing as Snow White. I mean it, it's definitely definitely it could work because she's Snow White. Okay, who doesn't know Snow White? But that could definitely work on some aspects. Have. I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine that like baby over here doing the the, the, the uh, sheriff stuff and then Snow White doing the office work like I, I can't I can't <laughs> I can't see that maybe but, she could be like a private investigator in a way like sneaking around but, stuff but that's Cinderella Why? though that's Cinderella she's the uh, investigator person well maybe agent. she'll work with Cinderella or something yeah I hope they bring Cinderella that'd be pretty cool but um, I do want to mention quickly yeah. this one point sorry for interrupting yeah. um Wolf Among Us season two new mm -hmm. engine and how do you think that's gonna play out since season one the atmosphere was a huge part of the game and how the vibe was do you think it's gonna affect it you know because when you think about the wolf among us season one you think of all the atmosphere the la noir kind of atmosphere mm -hmm. uh detective lifestyle kind of thing do you think the new unity engine that you know since it will be the first game on the unity engine as you said do you think that's gonna affect the atmosphere of the game and how it kind of feels to the player I don't think so. Unity's a pretty powerful, well not powerful, pretty robust engine, okay? It gets a lot of flack for being, you know, uh, a, a asset flip engine, but as long as, as long as your art team is competent and knows what kind of uh, style they're going for, they can definitely just, you know, make the game look exactly like Wolf Among Us Season 1, or just taking a whole new direction and try something new because, you know, Unity, I don't think it shouldn't really have an effect on the actual graphic graphical fidelity of the game because it's a pretty big, uh, pretty nice engine. And Telltale also has the uh, CEO of Unity on their board, so they can definitely, you know, get some help from additional studios or directly or directly from Unity themselves and things like that. Okay, so if I think about that, so anybody else got any opinions on what SIF asked? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, but I think, I th I, well, I think that the game will look really fucking good. I think it'll also be really, really buggy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I it, that. Yeah, because this, this is going to be their first game on the engine, and I guarantee you, I mean, unless you're like, unless you worked on the Unity before, which, you know, most developers have used in, uh, Unity before, but I believe Telltale's engine, uh, they use, I'm not sure what coding language they use. They use Lua and maybe C++. 
and uh, Unity. You can use C++ for that, but they they do mostly use C Sharp. So it's a it's a whole different uh, programming languages. So it's all going to be like trial and error, trying to you know just do a lot, <laughs> do a lot for that engine. So hopefully they it might be it might be a, a trial run for them with this game but we'll see about that hopefully they will you know be proficient in unity okay so other than that uh someone in chat said something about stranger things they said didn't they say they will use the unity for the first thing or the wait, first time for stranger for stranger things i think so did they say that percy you know mr new uh -huh. guy I think that was like a rumor before like Stranger Things was announced. Um, not like and before, but like, didn't you say that like originally Stranger Things was basically confirmed for a while, but they were gonna make Stranger Things like the first game, and then Wolf Among Us would be after. Is that what you said? Yeah, I heard. Like, like yeah, someone told me. Uh, Pika Four K. He told me that. No, we, we don't mention him. Okay, but uh, he he told me that Wolf. Oh, not Wolf Among Us, but um, Stranger Things was supposed to come out. March of this year, okay. So well, that worked out. So I, I think it could possibly be, um, possibly be the first game, but that's pretty much between Stranger and Wolf Among Us right now. But Wolf Among Us was, you know, of course, I guess will be uh, conceptualized first. So I would think they're gonna, you know, already have made much progress on Wolf Among Us compared to. Stranger Things with that just being announced, well, forcibly being announced because it got leaked. But we'll have to see about that. Of course, you know things could change. Wolf Among Us could come out first, but oh you yeah, know, what what? You know how the final season's ending in December? Yeah. You think Wolf Among Us will be like in like Q two summer or like early in the beginning of the year? I hope so. I'm thinking spring maybe. I think spring's too too early for that. I can't tell because we haven't seen anything from Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Like, we can't tell from, like, that, like, what we've seen. But considering the final season's here and it's just been, like, how long has it been? Like, I don't know. Hmm, have been that long, but, you know, for the most part, that's all of that. But, uh, hopefully we'll see some news about that. They said they want to go ahead and release Wolf Among Us. Or, or get some news out before the end of the year. So maybe we'll see some of that at the Game Awards, like you said, or, you know, something like that. We'll see. But, let's go ahead and move on. Of course, we said Stranger. Huh? What? Turn on your lights in your room, it's dark. Oh, really? It's dark? Okay. But, you know, as I said, as I go off screen real quick, uh, Stranger Things, okay, what do you guys think about Telltale releasing Stranger Things Season 1? Any opinions no, on that? No. Not Did good. you just say season one? Hi. I'm trying to walk. <laughs> the standalone game. I'm trying to walk and talk. Okay. But yeah, any opinions on Stranger Things? Okay. Start with Percy. No matchup, Percy. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I really like the show, even though I know there's like a lot of people that hate it. Like the show is awesome. Like I just love the cast of characters. I really love the supernatural aspects um to the series and what Total Games will be making it. It's so cool. <laughs> But I feel like Telltale Games will make like a prequel, so it's like one of the test subjects, like you said, mm -hmm. um, because 
where could they really fit in the story without interfering with the main story of the show? Because this show, it's not over yet. It's actually um, having a season three. This is it next year. I think it's next year. Yeah. So like, maybe season three. Maybe the Telltale Games Stranger Things will be around the time of season three or after season three. But Telltale Games can't really interfere with that story, and um, I don't think we'll see any of the mem- of the people in the. Stranger Things Town, but a prequel would be nice to like get to understand more of the test subjects. Yeah, okay, okay. I know SI of you have not watched Stranger Things, which you really should. It's a really good show. No, no you shouldn't. Do you, do you have any, you know, have anything you want to say about it so far? Had not watched the show? Right, so my opinion is irrelevant in this case. However, <laughs> uh, last week I actually watched the first episode mm. and I regret it. It was a waste of an hour. Oh, um, oh wait, what the so, fuck? What? Yes. Okay, get, get, the get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. No, shut the fuck up. Get, get out. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Okay. Next person. Uh, Chaos, have you watched? I love Stranger Things. Okay, oh, that's pretty awesome. I love it too. I, I, I love you. Yeah. I love it. I love you too, man. Okay. Clearly, I'm in the wrong crowd. So, so, so <laughs> what do you... Where do you hope, you know, this story will go in terms of character, setting, things like that? Um, I hope it's, like, I hope it's not just, like, a copy of the show. I hope there's more to it. And just from watching the show, there's so much stuff. And if we have a chance to go out with the characters and walk around the city of wherever they're having it, whether it be, whether it be Hawkins or wherever it is, I hope we can just walk around. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like they do in the show, and explore and all that stuff. Like, since if they're gonna try to make it like the show, the show doesn't really. It's like they're kind of exploring the whole time. So, mm-hmm. and they're at school, so maybe we'll be able to play as some kids while they're at school. But mm-hmm. other than that, I think it's gonna be amazing, only because it'll be made by Telltale themselves, and yeah. because the show's amazing. Yeah, okay, okay. Now Max's turn. You got anything you're hoping or where you wanted to go? Uh, yeah, I, I really love the show, but the game will be fucking terrible. <laughs> I really I really hope I'm wrong. This uh, seems like a really bad idea. Come on, okay. Well, well, I think Stranger Things, this is pretty much Telltale's Life is Strange right here, okay? Pretty much. You know, you got mm. different powers. You're looking at uh, Eleven and her sister, various, uh, you know, experimentees at Hawkins, the science lab and things like that. I'm hoping for a prequel, not going, not, not, not connected to the actual, you know, story in the show, but uh, featuring a new cast, characters, things like that, and a, a new cool power that we have not seen so far. That'd be definitely really, really cool. So that's what I'm hoping for, for Stranger Things. Hoping that it's good. The show is really good. So I'm hoping the game won't be that bad because Telltale. It'll be pretty bad. But they, I kind of well, well, like you know, I won't want the parrot to Walking Dead, but they kind of prove that they can actually develop child characters so far that they can you know make them realistic and make them pretty good. So that has my hopes up, whether it be a adult cast or cat or child cast for the most part. So that's what I'm hoping for as of right now. So, Can I say something? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, um, like Chaos said, would it be interesting if they like set it at like another town and like Telltale made like their own town, like their own Strange Things town in a way? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm wondering if they're gonna make it like canon or non-canon. Because most of this, most of what Toto does, Wolf Among Us is canon, Walking Dead is canon, Game of Thrones canon. So they seem to be just ex- like in, in expanding the existing universe. universe type, you know, thing like that. So we'll see about that. But I think it's pretty much gonna be canon. Person, actually. Yeah. The, the first thing that wrote in the chat saying I think Stranger Things game will be a prequel. I'm not sure where I heard it from. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention okay. to the Stranger Things. I don't know how reliable that is. Yeah. But um, like you said, Percy, it could be almost like its own version, maybe because it's a prequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely. So, oh man, Telltale Multiverse. Like a game where it just puts Clementine, Bigby, Asher, everybody into one game. Yes. I don't think anybody would want that. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Poker Night. A poker Night, you know, three. Abby, Nobody Abby. wanted that either. I would like yeah. to learn how to play poker so when I'm 21, I can gamble and win. Okay. It's simple. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to the next game as somehow, maybe, possibly getting a sequel, but it's been on the hush hush. Very hush hush. So far. It's been on hold, and you guys know what I'm talking about. Game of Thrones Season 2. When is that coming? We don't know. But, of course, it's on hold until the show finishes, which is next year. <laughs> yeah, so they don't know when it's coming out. We don't know. And we don't even, like, like what if they canceled it? Okay, but anyways, per Max. Max, what do you got any Got any last final F in the chats for, for Game of Thrones? Yeah, it's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. It's not coming back to life. It's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, it's been gone forever, dude. Like, oh my god. What about, about USIF? You missing Game of Thrones, Telltale? Listen, man, this is my favorite Telltale game. <laughs> okay, so if they don't come out with a season two, I will die unhappily. They need to come with. I, I, to be honest, I see it happening in like 2020. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which is. Which is crazy because when I finished that game, season one, episode six, I was either fourteen or fifteen, and then yeah, we could be going crazy. into it, at, you know, five six years later. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That sounds annoying. That sounds sad. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like it's such an underrated game, especially in terms of reviews. Mm. Um, but hey, at least it wasn't a financial. Oh my god, right. listen, okay, Tales from Borderlands <laughs> is the greatest Tilda game that ever surfaced to Earth, okay? But your opinion is irrelevant, because like, Percy said it. What's your opinion, Percy? <laughs> um, I think it's a good thing that Game of Thrones is late. Don't get me wrong, Season 1 was great, but we were like in the bad Telltale era, which a new frontier was a new frontier, basically. And the Guardians, like, Guardians, so... Can, yeah. can you elaborate on that? <laughs> okay, we can admit that they weren't very good games, but... Like, now it's getting to the point where Telltale is, like, understanding, like, okay, this is what we need to do, and they're actually putting in quality in the games. Okay, okay. Chaos, <laughs> hey, uh, have you played Game of Thrones? Uh, I've, I've watched it. Mm, okay. I'm not really a big fan, but my brother loves the show, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, one of the best things to ever grace our eyes, okay? It's pretty, pretty, pretty great. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, but, you know. I'll start it. Yeah, so it's, it's really good. good really good but um you know well, game of thrones season two i'm glad that it's maybe possibly still happening i just wish they were a bit more communic what's that wish they would communicate 
a lot more based upon the the actual you know uh, plans or oh, yeah development development and plans things like that of course Game of Thrones was you know it wasn't reviewed bad it was like it had mostly a positive review but you know one of the one of the main issues people saw was the ending which I'm not entirely sure like why because they were like oh no matter what you do House House Forrester yeah and then you know that can be it's gonna be the same thing for Walking in season one like no matter what you do Lee dies like come on now but you know hey, I haven't finished it yet <laughs> come on but, but you know it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Yeah, the whole multi-year deal, you know, contract. It probably expired by now, so we got to renew it, but, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, hopefully hopefully it'll come out. Hopefully it'll be great. Hopefully get some news about it, like, after the show finishes. Because, you know, they won't, we won't be caring about it next year because we have the show finishing up. But then after that, we'll be like, oh, I need some more Telltale Game of Thrones. And then with the whole HBO spinoff being in development, and then the book supposed to come out whenever. I don't know when it's gonna come out, but things like that. But last game we talking Wait, can about. I talk? Yes. <laughs> I want to say more things. Yes. Um, for Game of Thrones, um, I know someone tweeted about Total Games about season two, and then they replied with like, "It's not Tuesday or Thursday, whatever," because they were like, "Asked Tuesday, Thursday, whatever hashtag, whatever it was." So I tell the games acknowledge that it still exists, yeah. but I feel like they can't say anything really because I feel like they don't have any plans at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's probably just you know, just executive stuff getting the getting the multi-year contract back in order to you know get to a better time frame of when the show actually finishes so they can go ahead and start actually you know developing like the story because right now the story. I don't, think, I don't think the story is going to be progressed at all, so they're probably just working on maybe assets, things like that, for the, for the meantime. So that's pretty much that. But last game we're talking about as of right now that has, you know, finished recently and was, you know, generally uh, reviewed pretty well. And the CEO Telltale, you know, of course he says a lot of things, but he's saying that he was happy with the performance of Batman the Enemy Within and the possible third season it's not completely off the boards, okay? What do you guys think about a third season of Batman Max? Uh, yeah, it shouldn't happen, ever. Really? No, I, don't, I don't know what they could do from there. Yeah. I mean, they already yeah. got the fucking Joker in, like, five fucking endings. <laughs> Batman yeah. season two. Yeah. I don't know where they could fucking go with it without, rail, without fucking railroading hard. I mean, it's a bunch of things you can do with Batman. A bunch of things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, okay. it's just, just... What? Okay, yes, I have your turn then. Explain. Okay. So first of all, I I think me as a person, I've bur I'm burnt out of the whole Batman Telltale thing. That like, stop it. <laughs> Season two, it was it wasn't needed, but I was open to the idea. Um, now that it's over, I'm oh, like yeah. that's enough Batman for me, in my opinion. Oh, what's going on here? Oh yeah. Um, forgot to mention real quick, real real quick topic about the forgot to mention in my um, in my predictions about episode two, walking into the final season. It was going to be about um, the McCarroll Ranch, of course, and New Frontier, okay? Things that we haven't really seen. There's been a time skip and things like that. So we'll start with the McCarroll Ranch real quick because we had some mention about it being bloody there. Yeah. So what do you think happened, Max? I mean, AJ probably killed everybody. 
<laughs> oh, god. fucking dome dolls them. Oh my god. Yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy. Okay, okay. Uh, Percy, what do you think happened to McCurl Ranch? What happened Did Clem ever say she talked to the people? Like herself? No. I don't think so. I don't remember. I'm wondering if. I'm wondering if at the McHale Ranch it was like falling down and basically everyone was oh. dead and then age <laughs> and then AJ was like basically the only survivor left in there. Like I'm wondering what's that if that's why he meant because AJ, like if Clem wasn't there, um if since Clem wasn't there, like maybe everyone died somehow and then AJ like experienced like everyone getting killed. Uh -huh. What do you mean by fall down? Did like a get fucking did the wind knock it over? <laughs> no, I mean like everyone falling down and dying. Basically. What? Okay. What about you? What about you, Sif? Um. So if I remember correctly, AJ said the the ranch itself was nice before the blood. Not much to go off, to be honest. Yeah. However, something happened. Obviously, some sort of raid, maybe. Maybe the Raiders have something to, to do with this, and the story just connects anyway like that. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, AJ says it was nice before the blood, and then Clementine agrees. So, I don't know. There's not much to talk about. Uh, I'm hoping we know more about the Makara Ranch in episode two. Mm -hmm. But um, one line, I can't really make a prediction or an assumption of one line that AJ says. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, any, any thoughts about that? Chaos? Um, I'm trying really hard to remember where that was. Like, what was it? It was... I just, I can't remember. It was in the, um, it was in the bedroom where Clementine was trying to make AJ feel, you know, comfortable, like home, and then, uh, he's saying that the boarding school was like Mercurial Ranch, except without the blood and stuff like that. So, he's implying that, you know, something bloody happened at the Mercurial Ranch. Oh, um... Probably, like you guys said before, it was raiders, and then they escaped, but they saw it happen. Mm -hmm. They saw people that they loved or that they became friends with get murdered. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So here's my here's my my thought about you know, oh, wait, what was I saying? Oh, thought about oh, pretty much. What? what? I lost my thought. Wait, no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mikael Ranch. Um, basically, what they're gonna do with it? Okay, I'm thinking episode two opens up. With a flashback to McCurl Ranch, okay? After, you know, just ending off with such a... Just an ending like that, okay? I think going immediately into the, like, what happened afterwards would just be not as good as showing what went down at the McCurl Ranch. Therefore, a flashback would make a lot of sense. What do you guys think about my, my idea there? Oh, can I go? Yeah, person. You know how Clum has, like, the red jacket? Yeah. What if they're using that for the McKill Ranch? I know. Like, I've been I've been thinking that like why is she in the promotional art with the red jacket if they if they if she's not in it? Therefore, yeah. a flashback makes a lot of sense. That'd be awesome a flashback because flashbacks in the new frontier obviously won't really that good, but I feel like flashbacks in like the boarding school would actually be really awesome. Yeah, definitely. What about yeah. what about you, Max? Oh, I, I'm gonna be completely honest here. I I completely zoned out. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say about my, my little prediction that they're gonna actually start off the episode with a flashback to, to, to the McCarroll Ranch. Oh yeah, that, that, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. I, exactly. I'd enjoy that. Exactly. I would, I would think that. I, think I, I would, be pretty I would cool. enjoy seeing AJ uh, <laughs> wet the walls with their blood. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, what about, what about you? What about you, Sif? Uh, okay, so flashback. 
I'm I'm fifty fifty about a flashback now. Season three, obviously, it wasn't good. Mm. Uh, the flashbacks weren't good. Episode the Kenny flashback or the Jane flashback, whatever. It that was mediocre at most. Um, but because a new frontier was so bad, it looked good. Um, I think it wouldn't be bad if they did it and included some sort of voiceover from the present time where they're explaining what happened or talking about it, and then mm -hmm. we get you know the flashback at the same time. So we have some sort of visual evidence behind it as well. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What about what about, what about you, Chaos? Um, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, but um, hmm. Maybe if it happened a while ago, we could see them as they were a lot younger. So we could also see, like, I guess how they changed in mm -hmm. body and face type, yeah. and maybe their voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I, th I think it'll be like a cool little transition, you know, after that just crazy ending, we're like back to the McCarroll Ranch, pretty much explaining what happened there. That could be the possible reason why AJ is like, you know, how he is right now. You know, what so did he have? Yeah. A, did he have some kind, of some kind of like traumatic experience that just made him harder as a person? So that'd be pretty cool to explain that and then go like, hey, here, here's the aftermath of AJ shooting Marlon. That would be pretty cool. So the question is, why do you guys think that Clementine did not go back to the new, to a new, to the new frontier? Okay, so that's your question, Dragon Marillion, my bad. But why do you guys think that, they, that she didn't go actually go back? Because of course Javier said, hey, bring AJ back and we'll play some baseball. But she never actually oh, I, went back. I, I know. What, what makes? There's no canon anymore. They fucking they retcon. <laughs> fucking erased from the Walking Dead history. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. They fucking took a wrecking ball to Richmond. Jeez, killed everybody. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. What well, about Yusuf? Um, no real particular reason. I guess <laughs> it's because of the fact that you know it's not canon. Probably I agree with Max. Um, there's not much common at uh, going at a new frontier. Uh, if we do meet the Garcias, which is very unlikely. Uh, just remember the fact it has been a couple years now between mm -hmm. season 3 and season 4 episode 1 um, so everyone's kind of old I guess if they do have it where Clementine goes back at the end of season 4 episode 4 uh, I guess all the determinate characters whether it's Kay, Gabe or whoever is dead and it's just mm -hmm. Javier by himself um, it wouldn't I wouldn't mind if we go back to a new frontier, new Richmond itself, if it if it makes sense, you know, mm -hmm. if they want to conclude the story somehow, where at the end of episode four, Clementine decides to go back, and then you have the whole Hollywood ending where Javier teaches AJ how to swing about or how to play baseball in general. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, I mean, I know it's a Hollywood ending, but mm -hmm. if it makes sense, it's fine. I guess I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... Definitely makes sense there, but what about you, Chaos? Why do you think Clementine has not gone back to the to the new frontier? Well, personally, I think maybe whenever she got AJ back, she tried to go back, but maybe they either they left or it was overrun. Mm -hmm. So I think that she tried to go back, but then she couldn't because okay. Bruno kicked her out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe they kicked her out. Yeah. Cause yeah. they had a, cause she had a baby. Mm, that'd be, be very heartless of Javier to do that. It'd be crazy. 
No, 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 Kevin Bruner kicked her. <laughs> Kevin Bruner okay. fucking put a okay. gun to her head and said, get the fuck out. Yeah, but they said they're going to explain that, Uh, maybe explain why... Oh my god, the dude said probably she didn't want to see Gabe. Dude, <laughs> 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 my god. Okay, but, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe she just, you know, tried going back, but it was too dangerous. Maybe that's why it's called gun, like, gun running. Like, why was she running in the first place? You know, mm. maybe she was running mm. away, you know, from whatever was going there and trying to get away, get, get far away from, <laughs> from Kevin Bruner. But uh, anyways, you know, that could be why. Hopefully they'll explain that a little bit more. Um, Javier, not sure if we'll see him again. Hope not. I mean, I'm saying, I don't want to say hope not, but he's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty good character. But you know, I just don't, you know, maybe maybe in a new frontier too. We can see that, but mm-hmm. but that's that's pretty much all we have to say wait, for right me. now. Okay, Percy. What you oh, got? I you forgot. Oh wait, I forget, I forget you. Wow, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know how you got was... me a, a few topics to go. Now you're forgetting Percy. <laughs> you're, you're not a very good. Host, yeah. It's the first one. You know how there was blood at the McCall Ranch? Yes. What if there was people after Clementine, and she knew that if she went to like the frontier, the new frontier, whatever, that they would end up dead also, just like the McCall Ranch, which is why she couldn't go there. So she had to like go run away as far as possible with the car, and yeah. Mhm. Yeah, makes sense. Maybe she thought, hey, Javier can't protect, can't protect her. I guess we'll go out on her own. You know, make makes sense. For the most part, but back to the Batman topic. I forgot who we went last, but I didn't get my <laughs> opinion on it. Oh my god! Magic but, with no beanie. Yeah. Oh my no. But as far as don't, as far don't, as don't start that shit, Percy. Yeah. Don't, don't go there. It's time to stop. You too, Max. But as far as Batman goes, um, I wouldn't mind the season three. It's just that you know the way they ended off. Kind of like it was like you know, kind of a bit final. There's a bunch of things going on. Batman is Batman, okay. So, I'm not sure if they should continue it. I would, I would definitely like to see how they handle different, you know, villains like Deathstroke, who really isn't a Batman villain, barely. Uh, maybe well, he already did shot in the comic book that they made for that series. But Rachel Ghoul, I would definitely love to see Rachel Ghoul. Just all these Batman villains that I think would be cool to see them get the telltale treatment because they did a great job with I believe Joker and the Penguin. Uh, Harvey it was okay. But... Fuck you! <laughs> no, no, no. Take that back. I mean, it wasn't really like no, no, anything no, new. Take that back. Harvey was the best fucking character. Vicky Vale was the best. Vicky Vale was I know where you live, Percy. Don't forget that. I can come to your house and fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know. You know, I definitely love to see their take on different villains, and Robin too. Robin, yeah, Robin, definitely really cool. cool. Uh, Bat Batgirl, all of them, man. It could be, it could be like Telltale's DC extended universe. That's actually like good instead of the movies. You know, everybody get their, everyone get their opinion on Batman. I miss some money. No. You pro oh, Percy? What you? <laughs> no, no, I think everyone got their opinion on the <laughs> Okay, so. I thought Batman didn't do good in sales and then we were then. Am I wrong? Or did it do good in sales? I'm not sure. I feel like, um, like... I thought it was low. Mediocre, maybe? It was around the New Frontier, but that was, like, at the leak that happened a couple months ago. But 
that's obviously just PC sales, so it might have done great due to reviews and word of mouth and stuff like that, so I'm not totally sure about the whole sale process of it. Okay, because I would love to see a Batman Season 3, it's just, it's hard to see where it'll go, and at, when Batman Animal Within was announced, we like, we just got Season 1 just last year, mm -hmm. and it like came out exactly yeah. a year I'm not complaining, but I feel like we should just wait and yeah. focus on the series. Definitely. No, I, I, want, I want a new game featuring Harvey. They should, they should probably <laughs> wait a little bit because um, people just love Batman. There's supposed to be like some kind of Batman game coming out. Well, it's not really like announced or anything, but you would think after Arkham Knight, the, the whole you know WB series, the Arkham series, you would think they go ahead and continue that. So I don't think they should be the next one to release a Batman game. They should wait until after uh, WB Montreal releases their supposed Batman game, if they're working on one. Then they can do one for Batman Season 3 afterwards. So that's what I think about that. I don't really oppose the idea of a, a Season 3 of Batman, but I definitely want to see them wait till after Game of Thrones, okay? That'd be pretty, pretty good. So, that is pretty much all on my show notes. Do anybody else want to add a particular topic again, anybody? So you've let me yeah. go. I don't want to be trapped here anymore. Okay, oh, uh, Percy, I went real quick. Percy, go ahead. What you got? Do you guys think Tell the Games will do well with the final season, or do you think they'll go bankrupt? <laughs> I think they'll do. I think. I, I, don't I, think, think I don't think any of us can predict that. I yeah. feel like we guys just need to wait and, and uh, see what happens. Yeah, because... They'll, they'll probably go bankrupt, but... Oh my god. Like, they have to prove themselves again that they learn from, you know, their mistakes. You know, not listening to their community about, you know, character development. And, you know, point-and-click adventure games are kind of kind of a, a, a niche genre. With the exceptions of, you know, Detroit Become Human. Which, you know, is on a whole know, different scale. It's, mm. it's pretty, it's been the same, like, you know, over the, I, over I the know. shoulder. I, mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't click on anything. I didn't point to anything. She's using a PS4 controller. I, fuck, I, I moved you the clicked, thumbstick. You clicked the, the buttons on your, on your PS4 controller. Okay, fair point, but, I, <laughs> but did you point at anything when you clicked them? Oh, uh, you had to move the camera so you can see it. Fuck, okay, I, I can't argue <laughs> against that. <laughs> exactly, so, you know, hopefully Telltale can get back to the position where they're the leaders not leaders, but they are the ones leaders. pushing the leaders of the adventure storytelling game genre. Because people looking at The Walking Dead season one was like, "Oh man, they're they're great. They're over here pushing narrative in a way that hasn't been done before." And they were they were the, they were the leaders of that. Okay, hopefully they get after back that, to that. What? <laughs> after that, they just became a big meme. Yeah. After that, they started taking on licenses, licenses, and pushing on pushing out games. But they're slowing down now. They have a new CEO. Less developers, more of a tight centric development team, and it's looking very, very bright for Telltale. Hopefully, yeah, they can I, I, I just want a fucking original IP. Yeah, I definitely love something like that. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Kevin Bruni thing isn't bright. Hey, look, he he he'll he'll drop it once he realizes he, he lost. Maybe I don't know. He's gonna win. It's definitely a possibility, but maybe like Netflix will be like, "Hey, Telltale, we can we can buy you." And, and then they start their own, like, Netflix gaming division or something. And then Bruno will go after them, too. <laughs> be Bruno will cool. fucking stop, Jeff. Yeah, oh god. That's terrible. Oh yeah. What? Do you, do you guys think, um, Telltale Games are gonna make money out of Minecraft Story Mode being on Netflix? No. 
Fuck no. They might have like signed a contract or something that you know gives them a bit of like a small percentage of like user revenue or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. But we'll, we'll, I think it's more of a, a awareness thing, getting more people, getting more people like interested in Telltale as a per, as a company, so they actually play their games. Maybe. I, I feel like playing their games on Netflix is <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel like them playing their games on Netflix is make them a big joke. I, I don't think it's a terrible well, idea. I mean, if it were any other game, like not Minecraft, I think it'd be a pretty good idea. But they, they, I don't know why the fuck they would pick Minecraft. Because it was easy. That's yeah, because Minecraft's, you know, biggest IP of them all, I guess. But to be honest, don't you think Minecraft's, like, kind of dead? Like, when's the last time you saw a Minecraft video on YouTube, you know? Uh, yeah, like yeah. Just... all the Minecraft YouTubers I was sub to, they're not doing Roblox. Exactly, <laughs> just go ahead and jump on Fortnite, man. Telltale, come on. What you, what, what you doing? <laughs> but yeah, anybody else got any last topics to talk about? I have one. Go ahead. Okay, can you let my family go? Can you what? Can you let my family go? Let your family go. <laughs> yes. I don't, Not I don't... until the podcast's over, man. We sound like we, we had a deal. I did want to say yeah. that in terms of the final season, what do you guys think about the fact that there's a lot of emphasis on day-to-day survival, uh, day-to-day tasks like killing... Okay. Um, Hunting for food. So good. You know the rabbit. That that was a really good. Yeah, I like. I like the fact that they really focus on hunting or like hunting a rabbit or you know going to find fish to eat, etc. Mm. I really like that. Yes, I've been telling you guys. Okay. Yes. Simple issues. Okay. I don't want this explosions driving cars into your community blowing up. No. No. Stop. This is Michael Bay. Stop. Okay. I want simple issues. Walker is being more of a prevalent issue because this is a problem with walking in general, okay? The show does it, the comics do it, they're pushing for more of a community-based uh, rivalry than the Walkers, okay? Walkers are just secondary, communities have become the primary focus, and I enjoy it when it's like more focused on, you know, walkers and food and survival and, you know, shelter, things like that. That's why I enjoyed season one a lot, okay, mm. by most of us too, because it's just, you know, simple issues, you know. Simply picking who to give food to is, is, is pretty, you know, hard choice. You'll need, you'll, need, you'll need explosions to go off while you're doing it. I'm just saying, you know. Exactly. <laughs> anybody else 100%. got any, anybody else got any opinions go, on that? Doesn't the Garcia count survival because they had, like, the van they drove for, like, many years getting food? <laughs> but that was, like, at the beginning. After that, they fucking, like, stopped and, like, okay. Here for we, here for we, you know, take this dude, and then a fucking tree falls down. <laughs> I think Clem used a shotgun. Exactly. Like, because it wouldn't be as fucking cool as dropping a tree on <laughs> the car. Like Clem, oh my god, that's that's pretty much that. Anybody else got I any hope, more opinions? I hope we can drop a tree on AJ. Oh my god. What the hell? What? Why you hate him like that? Are you, are you okay? Jesus. <laughs> Okay. Damn, first you want to eat him, and now you want to drop a fucking tree on him. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You told me that you wanted to eat AJ. Oh. I think that was you. Mm-hmm. Who will win in a new frontier? Alexandria. Fucking Alexandria. Fucking easy. <laughs> Come on now. Oh yeah, are you guys happy that they confirmed that they won't be any comic book characters yes. this season? Yes, fuck yes. Fuck yeah, comic book characters. Definitely. Oh, they actually did that? Yeah, yeah. AMA. 
Oh, oh yeah. good stuff. Like, because they ruin a lot everything. of people like, imagine the returning character is Jesus. Yeah, that'd be fucking mm. terrible. Like, you're that, cool and all, oh but you can't die. Stop. I'm glad it's gonna Go be like away. season two. Yes, yes, season two. Definitely awesome. Okay. Any, any more last topics? Because we are pretty far in. I thought it was gonna be like around like a lower than an hour. What, Percy? What do you want? <laughs> What's the next podcast? Next podcast is whenever I figure Tomorrow. out when I have training. Listen, to if do. you read the description, this is the pilot episode. This is, will be a whenever-ly podcast, okay? All you have to do is read that for saying. Exactly, whenever-ly. So, next podcast should be scheduled for maybe the week after the second episode because I I won't be here. Maybe I think I gotta you know confirm tomorrow, but I might not be here for the release of episode two. But I will be back the week after. So um so I will, I will get I will, I'll let, let all of you know about that because I got to play the episode, replay it, and do my reviews and stuff like that, and I'll get to the podcast, you know. But uh, zero, you had a question that you asked real quick. About we we answered earlier. You said why do they not show next time they walk walking it next time they walk it anymore? But they they answered that saying that it's because it was too time consuming. They had to create assets for the future episode, and they can't do that while focusing on the first episode. So it was just taking too much time away from development. Okay, hopefully that clears your answer up. But that is pretty much it. All I have on my show know. notes. <laughs> First, <laughs> <Stop talking. laughs> what? Okay, we understand. Okay, we want we want to go home. I'm hungry. Okay, Follow oh. me. I'm tired. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, but after much hit on my show notes, closing statements, man. Go ahead and start with Sylv. Got any closing statements you want to end the podcast with? Go. Percy uh, probably has a few. All right. Uh, YouTube.com slash SIFMasry7. I, <laughs> I produce great Telltale content. Make sure to subscribe for the best Telltale <laughs> videos on YouTube. Um, I do believe I'm the best Telltale YouTuber. Please give me your subscription. It would be very much appreciated. Uh, remember, Infernokun actually said that he will be posting my channel link in the description about four to five times. So... So please uh, subscribe. Why do you put thumbs down? You are very um, humble. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. Well, okay. uh, uh, no, but really, thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. This is my debut on the podcast. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I hope everyone that has been watching enjoyed it. Um, I think you guys asked a lot of good questions, a lot of great discussions, a lot of great uh, comments were also made. Okay, okay. Got any closing statements for you, Max? Go. Oh my god, he left. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, that's Max for you guys. Go ahead and subscribe to him. He's like, he had a channel, but he does like meme stuff sometimes. Maybe. And he doesn't upload. <laughs> sometimes, you know, but you know. The last he... time was Michael Story Mode Season 2. We sometimes bully him, but it's not a good love. We love Max. <laughs> Anyways. Percy, you got any closing statements? Go. Um, something interesting is that I'm streaming We Happy Few. <laughs> we Happy that's Trash. Like, that's what it's called, man. It, it might be trash for consoles, but in PC, I'm sure it's good. We definitely have PC version. Uh, so. Yeah. so yeah, if you're interested in that game, check it out. Because 
don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Also, um, actually, never mind. Okay, yeah, his his link and stuff is in the description box below as well. <laughs> um, for the most part, Percy, you gotta learn to promote an ad or advertise yeah, yourself. Win. Come on. Fine. Subscribe to Game of Percy four five six because I post all the great Walking Dead content better than Jabs and. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. You told me so. Ah, uh, any closing statements for you, Chaos? Go. Uh, this was fun. Thanks for inviting me and. Um, you guys should subscribe to me. Yes, his channel is also <laughs> in the description box below. This promotion thing is only available for me, okay? Wow, okay. <laughs> but anyways, thank all of you for attending the podcast, man. It was really, really, really fun, really great. And I just, you know, it was pretty awesome, man. I couldn't do this without you guys here. I had, a, I had like a concurrent 50 people here, which was definitely really, really, really awesome to see that. And even like now 30 Thanks to all of you who have stopped by. Thanks for all of you who aren't here anymore but stopped by. But this is pretty much it to the Telltale Talk podcast. I'm your host, Inferno Kun. That's pretty much it. And I will catch you guys next time on Life is Strange. Wait, what? <laughs> it is it.